0: Blog Talk Radio. The Change Book Radio Show, Global Insight and Inspiration for Life and Business. We're brought to you by the fastest growing personal development book series in the world titled The Change. And I'm your host and voice, Stacey Carnalutti, transformational leader and coach, international bestselling author, and founder of High Powered Success Academy and StacyC.com. The Power to Be. Welcome to The Change. Hello, friends. This is Stacey C on the Change Book Radio Show, and I have got such a rock star with us today. I'm very, very excited to have Tiffany Hendra with us. She is a wife. I love that. She always keeps that um, just as a number one priority in her life. It's so beautiful. TV personality, empowerment, and media coach, creator of the Coaching Sanctuary and Sanctuary of Style, and former cast member of Bravo's Real Housewives of Dallas. And she's calling from Dallas. Texas today. With her spitfire but nurturing attitude, Tiffany gives women the nudge that they need to exit their comfort zone, make friends with their fear, then enter into their courage zone. Her mission is to help women live in freedom by overcoming past negative programming, giving up victimhood, finding their voice, cultivating courage, and living with unapologetic authenticity. And we are so excited. Welcome to the show, Tiffany Hendra.
1: Thank you, thank you. Oh my goodness! I, I hearing
0: all that, sometimes it's like, whew,
1: it's humbling, humbling. But thank you. So excited yeah. to be here,
0: Stacy. Awesome. You came from a trailer park to Beverly Hills, and now you're back in Texas. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yeah. I know. It's like talk about yeah. full circle.
1: That is full it's
0: circle. So yeah. awesome. Is the trailer park in Texas as well? Did you go Texas Beverly? It is back to Texas. Okay. All right. Yes, it's
1: it's outside of Houston and um it was a good trailer park. I always tell people it was a nice trailer park. It had a little tire swing out back. It wasn't like eight mile. You know, it wasn't like M and M's eight mile or anything. Uh right. but de- definitely was a trailer park.
0: I love it. You have overcome some radical things. You had an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. and I think that that's what makes this um, match like this. This is so fun to connect with you. You know, we share such a beautiful and real connection and, and that's always a blessing. To, um, Absolutely. Just to come across. You know, God sends us each other, and it's, it's just a blessing. I want to start out by having you share your best and worst memories in front of the camera. You have been in front of the camera for over 25 years, so um, tell mm. us some stories. <laughs> there
1: are so many stories, but what I want to share, which was so interesting about Real Housewives, because as you know, if you watch Bravo and the formula of of you know, it's always drama-filled and everything. But now that I've had so much healing, it was a very difficult, challenging, stretching opportunity for me. Now I'm in so much gratitude for it. But within mm. that one season on that show, the the worst, obviously, and and I think it's up in the the biggest or baddest Bravo <laughs> brawls between housewives. My best friend and I almost got into you know a brawl on the street. We didn't get physical, but almost, and so that was mortifying. And then, but in the same season, it 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 they caught us on camera, which we didn't really know we were being caught on camera. But we were about to confront another friend about something, and my girlfriend was really really upset. She was nervous, and I said, you know what? Before we go in, let's just stop and pray. And I didn't know there were cameramen outside um, catching that. So in this one season, God was able to use, um, so those are my, you know, my best moments because I had so many Twitter, you know, the Twitter, Bravo's fans live on Twitter, and I had so many beautiful uh, women reach out to me, and in particular one that came to my event in Claremont, California in November, I got to meet her in person, and she reached out to me and she said, you know, I'm about to turn 25, and I've turned my back on God, I saw you pray with Leanne on the show, and I just don't even know where to start and how to even pray anymore. Like, how do I even get started? And of course, yeah. I just said you just need to start talking to God like your best friend, like a conversation yeah. that doesn't have to be religious or formal. Yeah. But it opened up those kind of conversations, uh, so that that was powerful to me. And so I, ch- I choose to I, I choose to uh, bask and revel in those moments instead of the, the street brawl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. Wow. So beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. And in um, fact, she
1: brought, she bought herself a Bible for her
0: 25th um, birthday.
1: She, she tweeted me again, direct messaged me. And she said, I just want you to know I turned 25 and for my 25th birthday, I bought myself a Bible. So those are God. the types of things that God can use even on, you know, a toxic drama filled uh, you know network so
0: yeah. i'm very grateful for that <laughs> awesome awesome yeah you um kind of i you you define your ideal client as mission driven women so just mm-hmm. describe those people to us a little bit the mission mission driven women
1: mission driven mission driven to me when you look at being you know having a business so i do attract a lot of lady bosses because women see that i've built a brand with sanctuary of style I was a TV host, and and that's why I use now all the 25 years of being in front of the camera to help other women. So I'm able to blend this spirituality, confidence building, overcoming blocks with this need now in business to be visible and use the power of video to promote your – and I'm sure you know as as an author. um, Social media is huge for promoting books and things. So um, mission-driven women are – typically lady bosses that are their mission is more important than the bottom line,
0: meaning, Mm -hmm. you know,
1: we are business women, but I'm not driven by the money. I am Mm -hmm. driven by the mission. So I actually, you know, we have our purpose and then, you know, our calling and our assignment. And I knew we moved to Dallas very quickly. And I didn't know, I didn't know why my husband had been praying. He said, you know what, it's time to take you home to Texas. We got here and quickly Mm -hmm. God revealed to me that I had an assignment here so i tell people that my mission field is not only my social media and when women click to that they're like you're right i said you know instagram and facebook this is your this is your this is your mission field we don't have to just go to africa if you're trying yeah. to share a message you can do that on social media if you flip your mindset And so then Dallas, I quickly realized that this was my mission field. This was a new mission field for me. So, you know, being a mission-driven woman, you're part missionary, part lady boss. You're a missionary and a visionary. Mm -hmm. So that's what it is to me. It's, you know, in business when you think of, you know, and I know the term's used a lot in business, you know, mission-driven businesses. But, you know, the money, the titles, the accolades, that's not – that's not what's driving you. The mission, solving a problem for
0: people, leading with love, and being of service is. Yeah. Awesome. That is such a great definition because we all, we all feel that call. We all feel that mm-hmm. that fire inside of us, and yet the money isn't doing it. You know, setting those no. um, income goals. is not. It's not moving us at all. And mm-hmm. so um, that really is it right there. That's the the defining line. <laughs> If you're willing, it is, to and it, it, it lights me up. Lay down your life, yeah, <laughs> exactly, totally, totally.
1: Yeah. totally, So meeting women like you, uniting with women, helping women, and helping them in their business, their brand, and their passion, to to help them be able to get out there and walk in freedom and rock it out. I, I mean, that's what lights me up. That's what yeah. lights me up. You know, because I know how it feels. So I want that for other women. And so the women that are, you know, that are drawn to me, my ideal
0: client, they are are all mission driven completely. Awesome. So important. We can't, we cannot do this by ourselves. All right. Let's talk about the turning point in your life because there was a time, a moment um, when everything kind of changed for you, the whole trajectory mm-hmm. of your life shifted. So let's go back to that point. We find that, you know, many of us mission-driven women have a, a point, you know, we came to a point where everything just like either the, the the switch flipped on, the light came on or something horrific happened and God used it for good. But what was it for you?
1: 2002, I was in a little bathroom. I was uh, sharing a, a little tiny bachelor apartment with a girlfriend and I had been on the regular starting to pop Vicodin and Mm. drink it drink down it with a bottle of wine and this was a random normal weekday I had to pop Vicodin and drink wine to just get to the Grove to go to a movie with a girlfriend and her boyfriend it was getting to Mm. that point where it was like I couldn't even just go to the movies without getting high so that evening, and if you know anything about opiates, opiates are highly addictive. Vicodin, um, it, it's an opiate, just like heroin. So that's why people get, you know, addicted quickly just when they have a surgery and they're on painkillers. And,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: so I was abusing them recreationally, and then it was getting to her because they're addictive. I liked, the, I felt more normal when I would, and I started with just breaking them in half. But this typical evening going to see a movie at the Grove. We lived probably two minutes from the Grove, got home. and My girlfriend, I, I think she went home with her boyfriend. So I was in the apartment by myself and woke up to what I describe. It feels like, it felt like, you know, 10 men standing on my gut with hot, sharp, you know, stabbing me in the gut. And I was, I ran to the restroom and I just my- my vision was blurry, and I was sweating, and I'm not a sweater. I was sweating buckets and just literally felt like I was sliding around the bathroom, and I literally put my face on the on the tile and it was one of those old West Hollywood bathrooms that was probably um you know it had back then we've had several apartments in West Hollywood that had like the the pink tile bathroom, yeah you know the old <laughs> from the thirties or forties. So I'll never forget that because I grew up in church. I was saved. I was baptized. I spoke um, in tongues. My mom worked at the church. We were very involved. But I was never taught to have a relationship with God. So I didn't talk Mm -hmm. to God or have a regular prayer life, and especially because I, I had been sexually assaulted when I was 16. So 16 to 31 in 2002 when I hit that bathroom floor tile, I had had that secret inside me and not shared it once with anyone. So that's mm-hmm. the power also when we talk about, you know, our secrets and, and sharing our story and getting it out because it is a poison that kills you. Mm-hmm. I, I prayed for the first time in prob- probably, probably I, I don't even remember how long it had been. And I said, God, just please don't let me die. This is not the way I want to die. Please don't let me die. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. And I get choked up every time I tell and It's been so long and I've been I've shared my message, but I am so grateful for that cold tile, for that sweaty moment. I was in so much pain. I literally thought I was dying. I didn't know if it was an OD. I didn't know if it, I didn't know what was happening to my body, mm-hmm. but I felt like I was dying and it was it felt like an out of body experience and all I could do was think that I am not dying in a little tiny bachelor apartment. On this tile, this is not the way I'm going out. God, please! So that was that was the moment. Was very pivotal, and I got up off that bathroom floor, and and I knew, I knew. Major changes. I had to relearn life from that point.
0: Were you taking the Vicodin for depression or for pain? No, for because I had that secret, and that's why I I tagged that secret
1: on of being raped at sixteen. Because from from that moment on, I learned quickly how to wear the masks to be Mm Miss Perfect. No one, I had so much shame because I knew the guy that did it to me. I got in the car with him, so I Mm -hmm. felt like I must have flirted with him. I had a wine cooler, you know. I had so much shame, and so the self loathing. From 16 to 31, I mm-hmm. I I used cocaine, ecstasy, any kind of recreational drug every weekend. Um, so for for regular daily use, I never got addicted to coke. I never did coke on on a daily basis. I, I did it every weekend for probably six years. But mm-hmm. the Vicodin seemed like oh well, this is harmless, and I can get a little. But I can numb myself. It's a numbing yeah. agent, just like alcohol. Yeah just like anything, you know, it could be food, it could be sugar, you know, the things that we numb ourselves with. So the Vicodin was just an easy way. I'd had a little um, minor surgery or something, had a big huge ball of Vicodin and somebody had mentioned, Oh, well, you should take Vicodin. If you know, it's just as good as ecstasy. Why don't you take a pop of Vicodin with a glass of wine? You're going to love how it feels. And I did. I was like, Oh, this is good.
0: Oh man. So he saved you. He rescued you. So you woke up, he rescued me, awake with a whole nother. Now your vision came. Is this when you realized something has to change? Yes. And
1: and the Holy Spirit led me to Dallas, which is so beautiful that we're back here now. Talk about all these full circle moments.
0: Mm. In
1: 2002, I had wrapped, when this happened, I just wrapped a TV show. So I had plenty of money in the bank. And my girlfriend here in Dallas, was it was her 35th birthday, and I'll never forget, June 6th. So just like let's say May, we, May was very wonky. I don't even really remember it. And she begged me. She was like, please come. So I came for her birthday weekend, and I stayed for six months. And I put myself mm. through this self-imposed rehab and rented a little apartment. My parents drove up some just old furniture from Houston for me. And I just knew I said I you know what, I I can't go back to LA. I've got money in the bank. I need to stay here. Uh and and that was that was that's the summer of two thousand two that I that that's my that's my moment. That's that's where I felt like I was reborn. I mean I really do.
0: Yeah. So awesome. So you have that re you know, that born of the spirit kind of experience, and now you have a reason to live, all of a sudden you have a a, a meaning, you know, you have a reason to wake Mm -hmm. up and get up and out. And, and we don't have super, super, you know, crisp, clear vision at that moment, but we know that we got to get up and go. And so we talk about purpose, you know, as coaches, we help um, people step into the purpose for which they've been sent here to earth. And so how much of that is about, you know, purpose finds us or about us going out and discovering our purpose. There's such a fine line. And so we were discussing that earlier, but what are your thoughts Mm -hmm. on that?
1: I do believe it is, it is twofold. I believe Mm -hmm. that the pain that I felt and everything, once I started healing and, and actually that was the first time once I got to Dallas, I shared that with my best friend was the first person I ever told about my rape. And as you know, as a coach, once a woman releases that secret, it's just the healing starts. It's like, Oh, okay, the, you know, the cork, the volcano, whatever it is, it's like, oh, I'm going to get this out of me. And yeah. so, so I quickly realized that when I got to a point where I could talk about it without you know the shame and, and all of that was that I don't want women to hold their secrets for 15, 16 years like I did. I, I, want, I want women to learn to use their voice, to share their message, to not – I made so many decisions throughout my 20s from a place of fear and shame. And mm-hmm. and what would my twenties have been like? You know, on the surface it looked great. I was in private jets and on magazine covers and on TV and all of that. But inside, I didn't I didn't really get to I, I didn't get to enjoy all these beautiful places I've been around the world and, mm-hmm. and these great jobs because I hated myself. I you know it was just so I don't I don't want women to to perpetuate their suffering. I want them to live mm-hmm. in freedom. And so yeah, the pain. I, I was I was running away from Texas, trying to find myself. Which a lot of girls, I think, a lot of people do. It's like, let's go to LA or New York and find myself. And mm-hmm. and so I think, yeah, there is this this twofold where uh, I ran smack into my purpose through all this pain. Bam! Well, I didn't mm-hmm. realize that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and and with being very intentional about. Like, let's look at what I'm really good at, what comes natural to me in mm-hmm. conjunction with getting out of my way. I used to say that a lot. I was my own worst enemy. It's like when I get yeah. myself off my mind, and I love Joyce Meyer for that. I, I immediately, someone directed me to, to listening and watching Joyce Meyer back, uh, I think, the year, the year after that happened. And <laughs> she talks about being healed. You're hurt, you're healed, you're ready to help. So I knew that it was all about me for so long, about the way I looked, about the money I made, me, me, me. And we all know that too much meitis is gonna—you're miserable. Yeah. So part the purpose twofold of how can I be of service and actually help people? And I think it's the best natural antidepressant. Get your mind off yourself and go help somebody mm-hmm. because we sit and we think about ourselves. And the depression sets in and we think about our problems. So, yeah, so it's twofold maybe. for sure.
0: I remember yeah. um, being sent over to the UK to promote some exercise videos I had done way back in the 90s, and um, this was before I was born of the spirit as well, and so I was living this life and experiencing a lot of success, but just like you said, I wasn't really there, you know? I, uh-uh. It's like I was, I was living somebody else's life, and I often think back to the past and go, wow, what would it have been like had I been fully connected um, you know, and mission minded, you know, to be able to do all of that work with somebody else in mind for the greater good and to be able to be fully transparent and vulnerable and, and you just ready to be used. It's such a whole different experience. It's so, um, completely, so and you're fulfilled, yeah, right? Yeah, You're fulfilled. Yes.
1: So, you think about all the opportunities where we're so disconnected and not yes. present in the moment, fully there wholehearted living, like Brene Brown talks about, like wholehearted living and in alignment with God and what, what he, I mean, then really that's what it is. When you finally get to that point, and I love the way you frame that with, you know, born of the spirit. So when you align with God and, and, you know, I'm sure you, you walk with your clients through this journey and and I do with mine, it's when you get yourself realigned with God, you know, obviously I I was so disconnected from my own spirit. Like, who the heck am I? I don't even know right. who I am. I'm, right. I'm living this mask, this world. I'm in this. And that's why I realized I, like, I did what I came to LA to do. I've, I've checked off all these boxes and, you know, had this great career that it looks great from the outside, but, uh, I'm not in alignment with, with my true nature, with, with what I was put here on the earth it's a fraction of it because I, I do work on video, but really getting in alignment with God's vision for your life, his yeah. destiny for you. And mm-hmm. that it, that's ah that's where the magic starts happening. It's like, oh, and you're yeah. so happy, and it's, a, the, yeah. it's more of a joy-filled experience. So, yeah, all of those things, think about it, like all the Amazing. things that we've done and places we've been able to go and opportunities we've been given if we would have been connected.
0: Yeah, crazy. And how many masks we wore? Like, who do I need to be today? You know, what does it look mm-hmm. like? The chameleon? You know, we become so mm-hmm. talented. <laughs> yeah, what do oh, I need to I, look I was like a over pro. here? Are you kidding me? <laughs>
1: yeah, I was a pro. I, talk yeah. about professional. I was. Yeah, I was a total pro at that. Yeah. Whatever you needed me to be, I can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now I'm. I'm literally. I'm such an authenticity advocate that. Yes. It, I can't even imagine. I can't. It's hard to imagine that
0: life now. Right. Amen. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Listeners, I hope that you're hearing this message of freedom. There's so much more. There's so much more. If you're experiencing that feeling of of who mm-hmm. am I you know what am I here to do why am I not fulfilled why am I so busy why am I accomplishing and so successful and the money's there and but yet there's just a, a hole there's an emptiness in all of it so that's what we're talking mm-hmm. about today and so reach out Tiffany is all over the place on social media and I am as well we're both here to do that work of helping you um really step into the truth of who you are and and live a, a lit mm-hmm. life right um, yes, I love that. A that. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah, we are supposed to be on fire, just lit up every single yes. day. So, how do you help your clients find out what lights them up? That's a big it, part it, of the it, work, it, you know.
1: It oh, it is. It is. It, it's interesting because I do have this this element of thinking back to, to what you loved to do when you were 8 years old and 10 years old, and there's a mm. lot of truth to that. And, and what happened with me, and, and I don't coach anything, I don't coach on anything I haven't experienced myself. I'm a very spirit-led, intuitive coach, and um, I don't have a template or a formula or, or protocol because every woman and her, her the results she wants and her issues and her blocks are totally different. So yeah. I take them back, and, and I know this from experience. I was an artist. Everything about me, I was a spiritual child. I was a feeler. Uh, I was an empath. I didn't know it. I didn't know what that was until I was older. But I was an artist, so I would sit in my room, and I, I was an introvert. So I loved being alone and, and being creative. I was draw, I would draw anything and everything. I loved books. I loved beauty. I loved nature. And then got you know into high school, I got an art scholarship to college. I was going to go to New York and be – uh, Bottom line, art was my life. I loved mm-hmm. anything magazine, uh, creativity, drawing, painting, all of that. And in college, the first year, I quickly realized I was like, you know what? Life experience and traveling the world with opportunity that I was given with modeling was my university. And I, again, going back to being raped at 16, once that happened, my true nature was altered. And as I got older and then in college I was given the scholarship and I, I just, it was almost like I couldn't draw a stick figure anymore. It's like oh, all wow. the creativity, your spirit, your spirit is damaged yeah. or broken. And I know that word is, you know, sometimes I don't want women to stay in that state of like, I'm broken. I'm broken because I am healed. God is, God is powerful. Yeah. He is, all things are possible with him. And um, I'm a new creature. So I, I stopped art. I started anything creative. I was a piano player. Like I said, I had, the youth, I had a youth group band at church and all of this. Very artistic in every way. All of that went out the window. So, being disconnected with your spirit, women are disconnected. They become mothers and everything becomes about the children. I understand that. But they get to a point where it is they feel, you know, all these terms I feel stuck. I've lost myself. I don't have my sparkle. Yeah. They don't, they don't know what lights them up anymore because maybe everything, motherhood was everything to them. And then they realize the kids, you know, get into middle school and they're like, okay, well, the kids don't need me off and I don't even know. And I said, let's go back, let's go back. And they'll start talking about things and I can see it in their eyes mm-hmm. and they'll talk faster and they, they, they start smiling again. And I'm like, okay, let's settle on that, settle in this for a second. You loved yeah. working for this certain clothing store when you're in college and you we're all into fashion and and now you're saying you can't even put an outfit together. So let's look mm-hmm. at that. So it is in the conversation just taking them back to where, you know, and even in high school, those things, if, if you loved, uh, you know, um, sports or, you know, whatever it is mm-hmm. uh, where all of a sudden life takes over. And those are the first things that go out the window. And so I just, I try to, of course, first of all, in my practice, get them to reconnect with their spirit, and then once they do that, start their relationship with God, and and the morning routine that I have everyone go by, it it just naturally happens. Yeah, naturally happens, it is. and
0: we start talking about it. Yeah, the imagination um, is mm-hmm. really where we connect with you know when we can you know open ourselves up to dreaming again and and to imagining. Mm-hmm ourselves in a better mm-hmm. place and connecting to the creative I always use the creative energy or the creative flow like once that's gone um that's a red flag like that's very very Absolutely. serious it's, oh my god ladies mm-hmm. if, if there is no creative flow in your life um you're dying you know so you yeah. need help like you yeah. need somebody to help you connect again and pull that forth because that's really your contribution here on the earth right that creativity Absolutely. yeah yes. that's the and we are a little, little artist. Yes you know, we are, everybody all of
1: us as children and when you think of how imaginative we are and the the creative and making little Barbie worlds out of nothing on my floor mm. and, and making mud pies and, or things on the beach in the sand. I mean, children yeah. are all little artists. And
0: yeah.
1: so, yeah, it is just basically going back and nurturing that childlike spirit, using your imagination. Imagine I'm big on visualization. I have my clients yeah. and it's very difficult for some people because when they are disconnected from their spirit and you try to walk them through vis- visualization and, it's like their, their, their spirit is blind,
0: you know, until it's
1: all open. Yeah.
0: Powerful. So good. All right. So we get uncomfortable. We're willing to get uncomfortable um, and then we run into fear. So this is what happens all of a sudden. It's like, Oh my God. So very scary. So you teach your clients how to make friends with the Mm -hmm. fear. So talk to us about that. It's an
1: interesting, it sounds counterintuitive, but i've learned this from a thousand plus auditions and and being able to use it in life and on camera speaking engagements things like that and i'm sure you you understand this with what you do if we you see fear as this big daunting thing and you you resist it and try to push it away are uh, you pay, you know, what we focus on expands, you focus so much on this big thing. But when you say, you know what, look, I see you, I feel you, I feel you in my body. And a lot of times, you know, women just dis- get disconnected or they're numbing themselves with pills and alcohol and all of the things that I spoke about earlier is mm-hmm. the fear, the fear, they let the fear take over and control where we can control the fear. But what I love about fear is instead of it just being this, you know, F word, four letter, four letter F word. Mm-hmm. It's actually an invitation to courage. And when I realized that, you know, we can't have courage unless we have fear. Right. It, the courage is doing anything afraid. You feel the fear. So instead of it being this big daunting monster that you're trying to battle and wear yourself out and, or you perpetuate it as far as like being on camera or speaking engagement, if you're like, I'm so, I'm so nervous and I'm, you focus so much on the nerves and you're like, you, you turn into a blubbering mess.
0: Right. But if you
1: say hey sir, you know what? I see you. And so thank you because you're inviting me over to my courage zone.
0: So thank Amen. you,
1: give you a little air kiss. I see you. <laughs> and now step aside and I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you're the queen yeah. and you move forward <laughs> with that courage and and I my last workshop last year it was called "Crowned with Courage. And I'm like Aww. ladies, we are queens and it doesn't mean that a queen isn't, you know, afraid when she's serving her people or a big comes up that or a decision that has to be made you know there's so many you know laundry list of things that can make us feel fear but instead of it being this big monster we see it I see you and actually my um my girlfriend that I was just with she's a temperament therapist she's a doctor and she made a comment in our conversation and she said yeah instead of it being this big thoroughbred horse it becomes a little pony and I love that I was like oh my gosh I've got to use that (laughs) So then you can control a pony. I might not be a, strong enough to control you know, so so the more you can you step you know, become friends with it, pet it, push it aside, does not mean the fear is gone. But I love if you look at fear as okay, right now I have a I have a decision to make, I can go one way or the other. I can let this fear control me and take me down and prevent me. And that perfection paralysis or prevent me from making that phone call to sever a friendship, that fear of being rejected and and told no, you know, all of the things that fear can control us or you can say, you know what, I see you and I'm going to now take this invitation. So thank you, Kurt. Thank you, fear. And I'm going to go down this this direction and use use this fear to propel me into my courage zone and do the dang thing afraid anyway.
0: Amen. So good. Yeah. You know, we were we were each given a measure of faith, right? And why would we yes. need it? We don't need the faith unless we have to overcome the fear, unless we have to step up and be courageous. That's what yes. the faith is for. That's so good. So getting yeah. back into that perfect love, you know, perfect love casts out all the fear. And we're talking about Absolutely. I was sharing um, with you earlier how you are the most lovable personality. i mean, just Mm. like, you know, (laughs) reading all your stuff this week (laughs) and getting to know you again. I got to meet um, Tiffany. Actually, we didn't even meet. I was just at an event with Tiffany a while back and um, she was speaking and it was just a lovely day. It was fabulous. But anyways, I just was feeling how beautiful your energy was and how truly present Mm. you are and how lovable you are. And all of that is so necessary for the work that you're called to do. And so it's just... um, It's just refreshing. So so beautiful. Thank you. I received that.
1: Like I mentioned earlier when you said that yeah. I received that and it just my my heart, I do a visualization as well with a heart expanding and where it just bursts mm-hmm. and then you send love mm-hmm. to all your loved ones. You send love um to my clients, send love to my clients and then I just see the this the love swirling around the world mm-hmm. and the, this topic in the coaching world lately with just, you know, female coaches is this leading with love.
0: So Mm -hmm. I really receive
1: that because I'm intentional with everything I do coming from a place of love. And if we all did that, and coming instead yeah. of coming from a place of fear and ego, how different would the world
0: be? So totally. I just love
1: that you acknowledge that and I really receive that. So thank you. Awesome.
0: Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know, love, um, listeners is so about receiving. Every single day, mm-hmm. receiving, receiving, you know, and that's what we've done, you know, by, by having that relationship with God every single day, by being able to mm-hmm. just engage in, in these informal conversations and, and know that He's there supporting us and guiding us. Um, it, it keeps us in that place of receiving love so that we always yes. are compelled by love. We're not trying to do the right thing. We just are embodying um the life of love. And so yes. it, it's a beautiful yes. to be. You are married to an awesome man. Mm. I mean, it is. Yes. Oh, he seems so precious. Let, let's talk a little bit about balancing marriage. I'm married as well. Um, and we find that being business, you know, women, lady bosses, all of a sudden your marriage becomes, um, crazy. I mean, it can really mm-hmm. challenge a lot of marriages and mm-hmm. some people make it to the other side and some people don't. But, um, so give us a few tips on how you, um, have been able to really like your marriage is a support and it's not a conflict, but talk to us about little tips, you know, things that you do to keep it fiery.
1: This is such a timely message because as I sit here, I make a new list for the first of the month. I have a word of the month. And my intentions for and I have everything on whiteboards, ladies. Whiteboard everything. It just helps me so much. <laughs> Good. So, actually, this month and this year, my biggest intention and right now I'm looking at it, it says Aaron, health and love. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is because last year my business grew so fast that I realized by the end of the year we had a really really. You know, sitting Indian style on the on the floor, looking at each other really face to face, and and he admitted to me that his love tank was on low. And he's very self sufficient. He's so supportive. He never asks for anything. He's always helping me with everything from filming my YouTube videos, editing them, helping me with whatever I need. He's he's my rock and my support. Um, but what happened? I realized I was checking in on my clients' love tanks. And making sure, you know, and just trying to balance this this practice growing so fast, and that I was I did I let my marriage suffer last year, and mm-hmm. and when you're busy and you're in the grind and you're in the hustle and too much in my masculine, I realized okay, uh, I've got to take a look at this. And again, that's why I tell women stop and check in, check in, do these daily check ins, check in with your marriage, check in with your kids because life goes by so fast, and then you wake up and it's like you know, your marriage is suffering. So this year, 2019, I have decided to take less and really focus on my ideal clients, women that don't, you know, they don't drain me as much or, or, you know, just an ideal client. And so that I am the, I am able to be have more energy to be intentional and loving and keep my husband's love tank filled up. So it is, it's about really having those heart to heart. I mean, even if you're not a business person, it's all about communication. So the fact mm-hmm. that my husband finally admitted to me that he felt neglected, it broke my heart because mm-hmm. being, being my marriage. And when I put wife at the forefront of my bio, you know, my Instagram bio and all of that, my marriage is my, the thing I'm most proud of the accomplishment that I am most, because I really never Thought I would get married. I was too much of a hot mess. You know, I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was a hot mess. I was drugs and partying, and my career was what I focused on until I started healing. And God blessed me with this amazing human being, this partner in life. So it broke my heart to know that he was suffering. Um, so it is, it's, 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 yes, yeah, a balance. And I know we never attain perfect balance, it's an, an, an ongoing, uh, aspiration to stay in balance but it is it's it's communication and saying how do you feel how's your love tank today and and being intentional about stopping and saying okay what is the little things that I can do today and he we've done this most of our marriage but I just I was really bad at it last year where you get up every day and say, okay, how can I make the, their life better today? How can, what can mm-hmm. I do today to make them a little mm-hmm. bit happier? What can I do? And so the business things can wait. I have been very intentional about, because as you know, when you run your own business, especially when there's human beings involved as your clients, you know, the laptop, you have to physically shut it. You have to put the phone down. So my phone does not go in my bedroom. I don't have kids. So I know moms need their phones by the bed and all of that if their kids are out. But my phone goes off my laptop is shut and my friends know that if they text me after about 7:30 they're not getting a response until after god time in the morning so yeah. um it is it is being very intentional in checking in with your your partner
0: it's good it doesn't yeah. take a whole lot like you said just no it's that awareness like wait a minute there's another you know Person in my life, there's another uh, mm-hmm. a person that I do life with. You know, he he or she mm-hmm. is your support, is there to be your support. But even putting that visual, like Aaron, you know, first, like number one on the list, um God, Aaron. And I've
1: never done that. And then I, your I'm business. So embarrassed, but I am transparent.
0: No, I haven't even I,
1: yeah. I I have never put my like I might put marriage, of course, goals. Like I, I need to focus on being a better wife, God. How can I be a better wife and all of that? It's always about me. It's about how can I be a better wife, but like actually turning it around and and putting Aaron Mm. at the top of my list. I've never done that in 15. We just celebrated 15 years. Mm. And it's embarrassing to say that I've never put my husband at the top of, of my goals list.
0: That's so subtle. That's, isn't that amazing? Like wife, you know, how can I be a better wife? Mm-hmm. Like, look at the subtle, like little tiny shit. in um, just Mama? putting the name, you know, putting his name mm-hmm. and getting your eyes off mm-hmm. of yourself. Hugo texted me yesterday. I was gone with some friends for the day and he texted me. Sometimes he'll be listening to a classic rock Um station, and he he texted me, good love is hard to find. I got lucky, babe, when I found you. It was like Tom Petty. Uh, um, oh, it was the funniest thing I was cracking up. But just that little tiny text to just let them know that you're you're thinking about them in the moment. It's just amazing how much that yeah. can fill a heart up, you know. Yeah. It doesn't take a whole lot. So I love No, that. it doesn't take right. a whole
1: lot. So, right, yeah. I don't have this big, really deep protocol, you know, when you ask me that question, but even when I was there at the end of January for that event in Newport, I remember praying. I was walking the back bay, and I was like, God, you know, of course I had bullet points, and, and the ladies that brought me in for that, we had discussed it and had conference calls about what God needed us to share, but before, right before that, I said, "God, what is that that thing that these women need? These particular women that have bought their ticket, they're going to be there. What do you need me to tell them? What message do you want me to share?" And it was simply that. It was like, "Ladies, check in with yourself. Remember, we were Mm -hmm. talking about bioidentical hormones, and Mm -hmm. you know, going after over forty, and and checking." uh, And He said, "Note, tell them that I love them and I'm here for them, and to Mm -hmm. check in with themselves." to pay attention to the little tweaks or, you know, red flags that are going on in your spirit about a person or check in with like something's just not right in your energy level or or what have you just check in with themselves. And so I mentioned, Mm -hmm. and he, he, and I'm telling you, God told me this, he said, even if you have to put a reminder on your phone Mm -hmm. because we get so busy texting everyone else, your kids, Hey, how are you doing? How was your test? How's this going? Hey, I hope you're having a good day. Text your mom, all of that. But it's like, women do not stop and actually, like, if we could send, our, send us ourselves a text, but you can do yeah. a reminder and say, you know what, how am I feeling right now? Maybe it's lunchtime. It's like, okay, you know what, maybe you're in a high-stress job. Do you really need to start paying attention to and maybe leave that job? You know, check in yeah. with yourself. And it's the same with marriage, just like the text that you got. It doesn't take much to stop and just say, you know, something sexy, so, you know, something flirty. My husband right. and I, we, we try to – stay like boyfriend and girlfriend. And he is Mm -hmm. more so than me. He's like, I don't like that wifey (laughs) stuff. I don't want you to think you have to cook and clean for me. Like I want you, let's just stay boyfriend and girlfriend. And, and that's a big part of it too. So yeah, like the little text, something like that. That's so easy. It takes you 10 seconds.
0: Yeah. 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 All right. So you have this awesome program right now. um, And it's, at a great price also, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. But it's called Rock the Camera Online. So take us through that. Yes.
1: So when I moved to Dallas, it was beautiful because people, you know, a lot of my friends from Texas, they knew I'd been on all these TV shows and everything. And so people started asking me, how did you get a YouTube channel started? How do you even get into TV hosting? It's something I've always wanted to do. I want to be Kelly Rippa. I want to be Oprah. You know, I want to be <laughs> Ellen. And, So I, I, you know, and especially with YouTube, with the YouTube craze, I got in and started YouTube in the very beginning. So I had to learn everything by trial and error. And so I thought, okay, you know what, this is fun. I never thought, I mean, I was still like so focused on just building my YouTube channel and my brand and I wanted to turn that into a TV show. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll do this on, on the side. And I had a few private clients, uh, one woman, she wanted to be, her dream was to be a QVC host and I just loved it. And again, going back to when you were a child, I used to make all my cousins play school and I had to be the teacher. So here was <laughs> this beautiful gifting of, awesome. of teaching that I, I didn't even realize I had. And so then after a few private clients, I thought, you know, I went on an audition one day in this little studio and it was so in, intimate, it was comfortable. And I asked the woman, I said, how much do you charge to rent this out? I'm, I just, you know, it's just literally a baby seed of an idea about doing workshops, you know, for TV hosting and, and presentation and all of that. And she goes, you know what? We don't have a lot of that in Dallas. So, you know, if you if, if, let me help you and you can use my roster and, and list and all this kind of stuff. I have, I have relationships with all the agencies and I was like, oh my gosh, okay. And I was so scared to even, again, use your, overcome the fear. I was even so nervous to even ask her about renting studio mm. space because I thought, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't – can I even teach this stuff? Am I good enough? All of that. I've got the resume to prove that I've done this. People have seen me on TV. People can go to YouTube, but I don't know. So I did my first six-week program, and there were about 20 people, and it was awesome. It was men and women, mainly geared for TV hosting. And then as the time went on and I kept doing these workshops – Less and less men, and more and more women were coming, and then women were getting. I make everyone get up front in the very beginning and and prepare a two minute little spiel about themselves, just to get the rest off, get the nerves off, and so everybody can learn who they are. And and women would start crying because they're so passionate. Why did they write this book? This, you know, one was a grief counselor; she had lost a son. And I'm like, okay, and I'm noticing the men feeling uncomfortable. So then quickly I thought, okay, Lord, you want me. This is where this is turning back into where Sanctuary of Style is, you know, for women. Okay, I see what you're doing. This was under my umbrella of things. I've always wanted to do group, you know, workshops. I didn't know it was going to be under this kind of, you know, this avenue of, of TV hosting and YouTube and all of that. So I, I turned it into for women women only, and I called it Rock the Camera. And then last year, once I, I promote them very well on, on social media, so then, of course, after the reality show is on, women around the world have seen the show, and I was promoting my first workshop of 2018, and people were just like, when are you going to come to my city? When are you going to come to Australia? When are you going to come here? And um, I thought, okay, I started, God was nudging me. He said, you really need to prepare this online so more and more women can do it, and then the women that can't, afford to hire you privately this will be in you know everybody's price range and it was a lot of work but I did it and I can serve more people and it's available online I walk you through all of the things that I share in my live workshop and then some and um, I'm really proud of it because women are able to go back and I've got a whole section on just nerves and controlling the fear, you know, the f- controlling the fear instead of the fear controlling you. And so, women will message me and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I got, I watched that. I had a- my first speaking engagement, or I did my first Facebook Live, and it was so good to be able to go back and watch session, whatever it is for. I think, and and you know, just refresh on those tips. So, it's it's a it's a great resource. It's a really great resource for anyone, for women that that you know, really want to be visible online and use the power of video to share their message and and to connect. You connect deeper. When you do video, people can see your essence, hear you, see your style, your little little quirks, you know, the funny way you laugh, your little, your spark, your specific light, you know, just you and your authentic. When you are, I say authenticity is your superpower. I'm big on that. So Mm -hmm. authenticity is your superpower on video. The more authentic you are, um, it doesn't matter if you are very serious and deep, like Deepak, I follow Deepak Chopra and sometimes I have to click off cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, dude, you're going to make me go to sleep right now. Cause he's so, <laughs> his voice is so soothing, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. Um, but that's yeah. authentically him. If you met him in person, he's the same way. So I walk you through all of that so that by the end of it, um, you're, you have all the technical tips that you need, but you also have the confidence like the client I was just working with, I'm like, she's, you know, concerned about not having makeup. And I said, you don't need makeup, doing live videos and getting on Instagram story. It is about being in the moment and it's behind the scenes of your life. You know, yes, we can do the great lighting, use the better camera and and do the proper makeup for, you know, the front page of your website. Of course, you want to have a, a, a killer video for that. That's my, that might be the first introduction to you. So you don't want it to be, you know, with your pimple and your hair's all crazy and your roots are bad, all of that. Yeah. Oh, awesome.
0: Yeah. So you you take them through the whole gamut. I mean, every yeah. single um concern that we have is, you know, you talk about all of it. So it's so cool. And it's all there for us mm-hmm. forever, right? I mean, once you purchase the yeah, program, you've
1: got it. For, yeah, right. Exactly. Awesome. And 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 awesome. and women, you know, a lot of people, you know, online trainings are very popular. But some women still, they maybe have never bought a program like that. And 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 if if you if that's you, it's very easy. As soon as you enroll, you have uh, seven videos and then bonus videos. I had my celebrity makeup artist. She's amazing does a mm. ton of tv all the stations here she does tutorials and walks you through because makeup for camera is different than your everyday makeup hd cameras show every pore they show every pimple. they show if you've got you know a hair coming out of your mole i mean it just <laughs> you know it just shows everything and yeah. so the, there's bonus videos that so many women love because that is the one thing that has given them the perfection paralysis is they'll 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 be like, okay, I'm going to do this, put, my, put a cute outfit on, and then they hate the way they look. Well, yeah. the, makeup's, you know, the makeup's important, so you get bonus videos with step-by-step uh, tutorials, and so yeah, you're completely equipped to just rock it out. You have no excuses so at that That's point, so yeah.
0: Yeah, there's nothing worse than just being passionate about your message and then having to look at yourself on video and being, you know, allowing that to stop you. It's just, it's a horrible Horrible feeling. Been there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so
1: you
0: it, guys it, it, can go to it, Tiffany. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no,
1: no. I, just, I, I've been there, and I've, I've been, you know, like I said, the trial and error of of my YouTube channel. And I, in fact, I was just telling my client that I said, uh, you know, I had very glossy. I wanted my Sanctuary of Style to look like a magazine. I wanted the colors to pop. I wanted the skin. You know, I do a lot of a, a lot of beauty beauty tips um, and people hire me for beauty products so I wanted it to have that aesthetic beauty like a magazine but then and then I did a show you do a show like Real Housewives and it's very glamorous so you become kind of like unrelated people can't relate to you so after the show I I remember getting on one time and I really do feel feel the Holy Spirit led me and now it's become this whole thing people see me on the street like I love you in your robe videos in the morning when you're just in your pink robe (laughs) And this whole pink robe has become a personality of its own. It's crazy. But I just remember just getting on one day and doing an Instagram story with no makeup and my top knot. And people connected. They commented. And it was like, okay, you know what? She's just not all glamorous all the time. She's a real Mm -hmm. person. She goes to Target. She has pimples. She, you know... It has bags under her eyes in the morning She, mm-hmm. you know so it, yeah. my message what I and I also show on her the camera your message becomes more important the message is the superstar you're the star yeah. of the show obviously
0: but the yeah. message
1: is the superstar and when you make the message the most important thing then the makeup your outfit all of that becomes secondary and it doesn't
0: stop you anymore it doesn't paralyze you yeah so good, yeah. So good. I yeah. got to see one of those robe videos and I just was like it was just beautiful you're not looking like crap. but you're so good at looking like crap. It's awesome. It was uh, very, um, it was very <laughs> inspiring. But our messes are truly our messages. Whether the mess is in our physical appearance or the mess is our spiritual journey or the mess is whatever, like we got to get courageous enough to get out there with it all. So yeah. you are um, just a master at teaching all of that. So just thank you. Thank you for all your work in thank the world. You. Thank you for you. You're just um, so beautiful. You guys get to use the Stacy Stacey. St- Stacey 50 um, as the promo code for the, for the program, for the rock, the camera online program, S T A C E Y five zero. And that's at com. So get on over there and check out this amazing program and um, thank you. Get yourself thank out you. there. Yeah. There's nothing worse yeah, than knowing that you're supposed to be bigger than life. And you're not, you know, we're shrinking and hiding and yeah. Um, and that's what yeah. you
1: just, you just took the words right out of my mouth. It's,
0: and especially, the, uh,
1: like I said, I have an assignment here in Dallas, and I know that Orange County is very similar, is women are so concerned with the way they look, the way maybe their children go to a certain private school, and what do the moms think, and, and you know, your husband's boss or, or coworkers, and women have all of these things that stop them. We're like, well, what if so-and-so sees this, and what if so-and-so sees this? But when you make the message and what God put you here on the planet for more important than what everybody thinks. It literally, again, going back to freedom, is when you're not living truly walking in that calling and purpose that God put you on the planet for, mm-hmm. then you are going to feel empty. You're going to feel like something's missing. And, and, you know, when you switch it over into this is a way for me to spread love. It is a way yeah. for me to get on and spread joy and inspiration. And, you know, there's so many negativity negative things about social media, but there's also so many positive things. So mm-hmm. when you think of putting yourself out there, I have one client, she is so quirky and she is so funny and she does everything <laughs> so imperfectly. Per- she is, I mean, what is it? Imper- imperfectly perfect. Imperfect. Yeah. 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 She, and, and she's so endearing. You fall in love with her. So that's also what I want people to remember is if you're too perfect, everything is perfect. You sound perfect. You sound scripted. Your hair is perfect. I mean, it's just boring. It's boring, <laughs> you know? It's boring. Nobody, oh, yeah, it's not real. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, when God has an assignment for you and, and, and you get a little taste in the beginning of, wow, okay, I really touched some, someone's life today. You get that direct message that maybe you, you literally from afar talk someone off the ledge per se. Yeah. Then you know that you just have to keep going.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You have to keep going. Yeah.
0: Amen. Amen. What a blessing. Well, we want to encourage you listeners to do something that scares you every single day, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I call it easy lady balls, and I know that it's not such yes. a classy word, but
1: it, it just this it's kind of become a movement. I had no yeah. idea it was going to grow and it actually started from um, this tiny little petite cast member on Real Housewives. She was so teeny tiny, little bitty thing. But she just had the, I would always say she's got the biggest lady bowls. I mean, she will confront (laughs) anybody, get up in your face, you know, she, and then I had little clients that are the same way. I've I've been working with a few women that are small in stature and maybe they have little, and and people don't take them serious in business, but I'm like, but you're a giant. You're a David. You know, when you think of David and Goliath, I'm like, you're a, you're a, you're a little five foot giant. So mm-hmm. this lady balls, use your lady balls, has just started and grew by itself. So it is. It's like a mantra that women say to themselves when they they need to step into their courage zone. And you're just like, okay, right now, Tiffany, you need to use your lady balls, and they, yeah. and it just helps them yeah. to to do that. And it is. It's something. Is it could be something as simple as that text that you need to send, the phone call you need to make, um, you know, the the email you need to make, the the Instagram story you need to do, the conversation you do, need to have with your husband. Um, it, daily, we're we're you know these things we're conflicted with these things. So
0: uh,
1: yes, you can be courageous every single day and do something that scares you. And each time you do it, I, I believe it's a confidence builder. Every time yeah. women use their lady balls and they actually follow through and show up for themselves, they're like, "Oh, my that gosh. felt good." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so good. Oh
0: my so gosh, good. so good. Well, um, head on over, you guys. TiffanyHendra.com, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-H-E-N-D-R-A. Um, sign up for this rock. Well, no, you don't have to sign up for it. You just purchased the program, S-T-A-C-E-Y-50, mm-hmm. for $50 off. It is so generous of you. So thank you for being with My us pleasure. today, Kev. Yeah. Thank
1: you for having That's me And,
0: and thank you for doing
1: the work That you do You're, you're gorgeous You're a gorgeous soul inside and out And it's just such an honor to partner with women like you It's, it's my favorite thing on the planet I yeah, love it I love too. it when women can see And acknowledge that in one another And unite um, for this greater good to, yes. to empower I mean it truly is empowerment to me Is helping women take their power back So
0: um, thank
1: you Thank you,
0: Stacey. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, we are going to sign out today, reminding you to be the change that you're hoping to see in the world. This is Tiffany Hendra and Stacey C. And we want to empower you to go out there and align with the truth of who you are, be courageous, and make every day matter. Thank you for joining us today. Bye, Tiff. Bye. Remember, use your lady balls. Use your lady balls. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.